Welcome to the You, Me and the GP radio show, a health exercise and nutrition show for over 40s who want to get back to their best. Discover how to keep yourself fit, healthy and full of energy. Each week, your hosts Rich Clark and Dr. Mark Daniels will answer your questions and interview special guests. Rich Clark is an exercise scientist and nutritionist who helps over 40s thrive, not just survive in today's busy world. Dr. Mark Daniels is a practicing GP with 25 years experience. He's had notable success with his patients using simple dietary changes rather than medication to provide improvements. Living in Wales with their families, they see the effect poor health has on people on a daily basis and how easily it can be turned around. Sit back and enjoy our tips and advice. Welcome to another episode of the show. I'm uh, here, Rich, uh, with uh, Mark. We're cracking on with these questions uh, that you've been sending in. They are flying in now, so thank you very much. It's brilliant. We have... can, I, can, I make, can I make a plea for some more strength and conditioning questions? Because it wears me out, because they're mainly <laughs> medical rather than strength and conditioning. We could do it with a few, few for you, Rich. Yeah, you're really popular, Mark. I'm learning as much as the, the listeners here. It's great. Um, oh. Yes, but there are plenty more uh, exercise questions, and I'll actually put a specific request out for those, and uh, okay. I'm sure, sure we'll, we'll get plenty. What have we got here? Okay, I think what have I got here on my notes? Question from Sam of Facebook today. You haven't had this one, Mark, but it is an exercise question, so I'll, I'll, I'll shut this one in there. Um, this, I have to, like, no offence to Sam, but this is one of my pet hits. This, okay? Question. I need to have an exercise for a flat stomach. Um, I have a back and neck injury. Please help, Sam. Now then, there is no exercise for a flat stomach, just so everybody knows. Uh, you can't do sit-ups to flatten your stomach. You need, if you're going to reduce the, the, the circumference of your waist, you've got to actually reduce your body fat levels, and that's the way. If you want to strengthen your tummy up and develop, you know, the, the muscles underneath, then that's a different question. Uh, and if you want an exercise that would, I would, or exercises I would do to help the, the tummy get flatter, um, would just be a squat, a weighted squat. Now, it's very interesting bit of research about uh, abdominal exercises, and they tested the squat against sit-ups and the plank, and they did, I think it was a few thousand uh, subjects, I forget, but it's a very good study, and it's very well um, kind of quoted, but squats had more stimulation of the abdominal muscles than the sit-ups and the plank, so it's really important that you're able to squat properly. You're able to um, sort of uh, the other things are squat, press, uh, bend and lift. You have to be able to do all those main movements of the body. So for the flat stomach, squatting is great. Other things, if you do want to do specific abdominal things, I would do things like hanging leg raises, Roman chair, um, and then planks and plank variations. Low, they are not as good as squats. They they will help you to progress and things like that. So it depends on how you use all this. But the best thing for a flat stomach is your nutrition. You eat yourself into shape, guys, okay? You don't exercise yourself necessarily into shape. 
to eat yourself in the shape there. So uh, what would you say if somebody asked you that, Mark? I, I'd say exactly the same as you, because, I mean, I'm a, I'm, I'm a plucky amateur when it comes to the uh, exercise stuff. I mean, I, I use a thing called a GHD machine, which is very much like a Roman chair. Yes. I, I find that very good. Have you seen, that, seen one of those, Rich? Yeah, fantastic. Uh, glute, uh, um, glute hand developer. Glute hand developer, yeah, mate, fantastic. I'd love to have one if, if in my next premises I get. I'm going to be having um, some stuff like that. Uh, it's a great piece of kit. You've got a good little setup up your place, haven't you? Yeah, I've got, I've got glute hand developer. I've got a, I've got the Mark Monkey Buzz, which you've seen. I, yeah. You would have put a post up on that, shouldn't you, really? <laughs> to show yeah. the Mark Monkey Buzz, because they are entertaining. I've got, I've got rings, I've got a rope. I've got, um, I've got, obviously got weights. I've got all free weights, obviously. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good setup. I mean, I, I start with CrossFit and then I've sort of got into more strength, strength work. And I mean, I, I love, I love doing pull-ups. I mean, that's, pull-ups and squats are my two favorite exercises because they, they do, they do everything. And also a bit of, a bit of, um, deadlifts as well. I quite like a deadlift. Yeah. But, that's what I, I pretty much, that's what I do with people. You know, I pull, squat, and lift. Yeah. So that's uh, I do I do airbed press as well. I do yeah. quite a lot. So it, it's great, and um, it's, it's good. It's, it's good for time hungry people. You know, time, time you know, people haven't got much time because who wants to do a biceps curl, which they exercise a tiny little muscle, when you can exercise the whole body in, in half the time? Help a spot somebody in the gym who don't really know what they're doing because yeah. bicep curls. And that's, I'm sorry to say that some people are going to be like, ah, oh, screw you. I'm telling you. Don't waste your time. Exactly like Mark just said, do pull-downs, lat pull-downs, pull-ups. Do not waste your time doing bicep curls unless you're a bodybuilder and, and yeah. you need to do that sort of stuff. I can tell you now, I, I, my arms are a decent size and I know loads of my clients are, are a decent size and they've never done a bicep curl in their life. Uh, sure. I, mean, I, I, think, I, I had this classic thing with blokes who come to me with back pain and they've got the classic mirror muscles. Yeah, they're all they're all down the front. They've done nothing with their back, and they're they're absolutely knackered. They're like they look they, they're sort of all bent over like sort of um, a Neanderthal man. Yeah. And they're wondering why they got a bad back because yeah. they've done nothing with their posterior chain at all. Yeah, so that that's a great thing you've said the posterior chain because pretty much that's my job. You know, is I have to sort people's posterior chain in uh, when they come in to me because of you know lots of years sat at a desk and doing lots of, 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 of exercise, running and, and forward lunges and squats and but never doing anything really for the posterior. So yeah, great. And, um, if but Rich, I think that's, to some listeners, it'd be worth you explaining what the posterior chain is because yeah. I know what it is, you know what it is, but a lot of people would think, what the hell is a posterior chain? Okay, basically it's everything on, on the back of your body. So it's everything on the back of your body. I don't know why I'm getting a bit of an echo there now. Uh, it sounds all right, don't worry. Yeah, it's okay. Um, that's the deal with podcast. Um, so it's obviously your back, your, your glutes, your hamstrings, all those sorts of muscles. So what we do to work those is we do things like glute bridges. We do uh, backward lunges, backward walking. We do uh, hyperextensions, rowing, uh, chest exp- expansion, like with... Um, straight arm out uh, in like um, Jesus on a cross position. Um, so loads of posterior uh, type stuff. Cleans, uh, we'll work a bit on the posterior chain, all that sort of stuff. So most people, probably glute bridges and some backward lunges would be a step in the right direction. 
Yeah, and, and I also do a lot of banded walks with people, but uh, you can Google that if you don't know what that is. Okay, um, let me go back to my other... Oh, let's go with this other question I had off uh, Facebook. Okay, Angela. Um, I have Hashimoto's disease and recently fatty liver disease. It's gone from 32% to 68% in the last two years. We both don't help each other due to being uh, tired. The question was, could I eat healthier? I have to watch eat, so I'll tell you that now. I work every day. Um, breakfast is sometimes just a cup of tea uh, or a bacon sani. No structure, sometimes nothing. Three o'clock, I might have a sandwich. Um, and then I'll have a family meal at seven o'clock. I work ten to seven. Um, the worst is with my thyroid issue. I can't sustain my weight and I'm seeing a gastro consultant this week through chronic pains um, in the evening. I'm getting chronic pains in the evening and the doc thinks it's all connected. So, Mark. Where, where, where are the pains? Sorry, I, I missed that. Where, where are the pains? I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking in her stomach. She says she's seeing a gastro consultant. Yeah, that sounds right, yeah. So, okay. For those who don't know what Hashimoto's disease is, it's, uh, it's an auto autoimmune disease, which, which ends up basically with you having a low thyroid, okay? okay? You may start off high, but you end up with a low thyroid. Now, often, autoimmune diseases are often caused by the things you eat. So, if she's having a gastric problem, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not difficult. I mean, you could tell me what, you could tell me what, if a gastro, gastro problem and, and an autoimmune problem together, what is the one substance that's going to cause that, Rich? Gut and autoimmune. Um, gluten and wheat, is it? Gluten, absolutely. No, we haven't rehearsed this. No. Yeah, that, that's what, that is, that has got to be the main issue here, all right? If she came to see me, I would say to her, the first thing you've got to do, get off the, get off the wheat. Mm. Absolutely, 100%. Get off the wheat, see if her gastro problems disappear. For gastro problems disappear, there's every chance that she has to have less thyroid uh, replacement or even not no thyroid replacement if it's the, the cause of her Hashimoto's. It'll certainly be the cause of her irritable bowel or whatever she's got. So I would certainly go no wheat and uh, no grains at all, apart from perhaps a, a little bit of oats, as long as it's gluten-free oats and a bit of white rice. But I would get off the grains, see what happens. I know it's, it, we often say this, get off the grains, but in this case, it's absolutely imperative that she tries that. She only has to try it for a month. It may make a huge difference to her life. Um, good. And it's the, is it the wheat or the gluten which destroys the The wheat is the carrier of gluten. The wheat is itself is not a problem. It's the gluten, which is the protein in wheat, is the problem. Right. And that tends to get through, it, it tends to make the gut sort of leaky, it gets, it gets lets other things in which attack the body, and you get autoimmune disease, you get things like um, thyroid problems, you get irritable bowel, you can get other autoimmune diseases as well. You know, things like rheumatoid arthritis are often associated with this leaky gut phenomenon that, that we causes. So, it is not a good food, and in her case, I would definitely say, try it. It's not going to do any harm to come off wheat for a, for a, a month. I mean, she says she has a sandwich, well, that Again, within an hour of having that sandwich, you probably get stomach cramps, etc. So, I would come off it for a month, see how you feel. Yeah, yeah. Simple stuff. Uh, when you can uh, look at it uh, with your eyes. 
Um, okay, next question. I have a friend of mine who I used to work with on a doctor's referral scheme in Trinachie. Um, Sue. Hey, Sue. Dear Rich, uh, not sure if you remember me from the Vitality Scheme. Yes, of course I do. How could I ever forget you? I still have nightmares. Aha. Um, I have been following your email. They're great. I never know what's coming next. I am 52 years old and about 2 to 3 stone overweight. I've recently been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. I'm already on meds for high blood pressure. And the doc wants me to take another tablet and watch what I eat. I have followed your blog for a while and know that diabetes can be reversed with diet and lifestyle. My problem is that I don't like going against my doctor. If I go against my GP, what can he do? Or do you have any advice on how to best broach the subject with him? Thanks, Sue. Very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. I mean, patients often have a problem with not knowing how to approach their GP. To be perfectly honest, with diabetes, if, if you, someone came to me and said, I want to lose weight, I want to do this, that, and the other, and try it, I would be so grateful. Because most people come to you and say, I need drugs to make my diabetes better. I need this, I need that, I, I want something static, I want this, I want that. But if someone comes to a GP and says, I want to go on it, just clean up my diet, I want to try it for six months, I don't particularly want to take any medication apart from the blood pressure tablets, and really I want to get off those, the GP would be very happy. He wouldn't say, oh no, you can't do that. He would be he'd be like, yeah, go for it. I mean, you know, they, you know, we would rather patients cure themselves. Every GP would rather patients cure themselves. So, I mean, if she came to me, I'll tell you what I'd do if she came to me. I would stick her on a, a low-carb, no-grain, no-fructose diet. And, I mean, as you know, Rich, we've, we've managed to reverse several people's diabetes by doing this. And then also, I mean, she's clearly got what's called metabolic syndrome. I mean, she probably knows this herself. It's high blood pressure, obesity, diabetes, and eventually heart disease. So it's worth her really getting to a diet. Now, what she mustn't do is go on a low-fat, low-fat, uh, high-carb diet, which is basically Weight Watchers type diet. She shouldn't do that. She should go on a, a low-carb, relatively high-fat, moderate um, protein diet, and she will lose weight hand over fist. I mean, I think we probably need to... Um, put some sort of diet sheet on your blog or on um, on our website to, to, for people to sort of have a look at, really. Yeah, well, because it, it's so common that people need need this advice about what diet they should stick to. Yeah, the, the diet's on there. So, uh, on there, yeah, if, if anybody has already subscribed, they can just drop me a line and I'll send it to them if they can't find it. But uh, if the anti-inflammatory uh, diet plan follows pretty much that structure, I'll wing it across to you as well so you can give it to once over. But I, yeah, I, sure, I, no worries. Yeah, okay. Okay. And it kind of ties in um, with that. But people can go to the blog richard-clark.co.uk. They can sign up there, and they will have it on their first or second email. Right, brilliant. Yeah. I, I would I have to say to her, look, go to your GP and say, I want to try and do it by diet first before I go on any other drugs. And there's no doubt that she will make a huge difference to her health by sticking to a, a, a low-carb, moderate-fat-moderate-protein diet. It will make such a difference to her. It will, it, you can reverse diabetes, especially type 2 diabetes. It's purely an illness of being overweight, basically. So she can sort this out, and I'm sure a GP would say, no problem at all, you stick to that for six months. If it doesn't work after six months, they will try the drugs. Yeah, that's, that's good. And, and we'd like to think that all GPs would be the same as you, but I... I don't like, oh, I, I will, I'll take the advocate. Some GPs, and sometimes when you 
someone comes in and starts telling you your job and you're not on the right mood, obviously it would never be you, Mark, but obviously you mean <laughs> You don't know that well. You can see, you know, how... how but at the end of the day, all she's got to do is stick to the diet, show that her cholesterol gets better, her um, blood pressure comes down, her diabetes gets better. The GP's going to be happy. He's not going to mind. I mean, she doesn't even have to take any extra drugs if she doesn't want to. She doesn't have to take. You know, everyone's health is their own responsibility. It's not, you know, they're not going against the doctor or anything. It's their own responsibility. And if they want to do it by a, a more natural method, that's up to them. No doctor's going to say, you have to do this, you have to do that. Well, that's, uh, as you say, it's a, it's a joined up approach uh, between you and the Absolutely. doctor. Absolutely. It, 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 it's, 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 it's a consensus approach. You don't, you don't say, in days of the doctor saying, you must take this, you must do that, you must do this. They've gone. You've got to actually decide with the patient what's the best for the patient. And, the, and I'm sure if she goes to a GP and says this, he, he, will, he will be actually grateful because most diabetics, to be perfectly honest, aren't interested in... Uh, in doing something for themselves. They come in and they say, you know, whatever you want me to do, I'll do, but they actually don't do anything. That's why they're diabetic. Yeah. yeah. Good. Interesting. Good. All good stuff there. Um, okay. Okay, that's um, last question. Now then, for today, and it is one for me. Uh, here, Richard Mark, I regularly train with circuit training and CrossFit. People tell me that weight training doesn't make you bulky. However, I found I put on about four or five pounds and my shoulders look huge. What am I doing wrong? Please help. That's got to be a girl, isn't it? It's not a bloke. Yes, it's a girl, yeah. yeah Sarah. So, Sarah, um, I've written articles saying exactly what you've just said. Weight training is for women and it won't make you bulky. And, but in reality, let me tell you something now. It will. If you do enough repetitions, which we know what cross, CrossFit is like and circuit training is like, it's very high rep stuff. And if you're working really hard, you're doing stuff like press-ups. You tell press-ups. If you're doing over five to eight reps and press-ups per set and you're doing more than three sets, you probably, so that's 15 to 25 press-ups in total. If you're doing more than that, I can tell you now you're probably doing too much, especially if you're doing it two or three times a week. Basically, if I want to put size on somebody's muscle, I will exercise them over eight reps, and I will also exercise them high reps so it will break the muscle down. So that training combined, again, going back to something we said earlier, it's your nutrition which actually makes you put the bulk on. If you were doing all this CrossFit and circuit and eating awesomely, you wouldn't put on the size. But eating even slightly off, even slightly off, just a bit of fruit and some nuts, for example, or anything like that around your training times is going to be very anabolic response. You are going to grow, as you've seen, and you are going to put a bit of size on. I've seen a lot of girls go to CrossFit and, um, you know, boot camp, uh, and things used to run boot camps. Um, yeah, they, they, they put size on because they're not able to pretty much address the nutrition and the repetition and the volume um, sort of numbers are so high that it's stimulating growth. And their legs and their asses and their arms and stuff are, are growing, you know. So that's it. Combine that with things like estrogen, which is another nice growth hormone. 
um, you know, you've got a recipe for, for growth. Um, and, and that's why you may struggle with that sort of thing, Sarah. What, uh, what, do, what would you say, Matt? Yeah, what, what, I mean, I, again, as a plucky amateur, I mean, I, I stick to, I don't want to grow any, any, any huge muscles or anything. I stick to sort of low reps, getting, getting strength, I do. Yeah. I, don't, I don't go to high rep at all anymore. That's why I've done less CrossFit now and more weight training. In fact, I go to low reps and I just get stronger. Yeah. I don't put on a huge amount of bulk. I mean, is that, is that true? I mean, I, I, that's yeah, why I, That's exactly, if you keep your, your reps to kind of four to six and stuff, then, yeah, you're going to develop nicely. You're going to have some good strength, and you know I use CrossFit because it's great. I do love CrossFit, so um, I, I take a lot of the workouts and I just adapt them. Um, I have a bit of rest and stuff, and uh, I reduce the volume down for my clients. And you know, there's lots of good things about these these types of exercises, but you've certainly got to be, you know, it does come back to the food. You've got to be careful. But for you, uh, Mark, generally for strength work, um, and for ladies, I do keep my reps lower. So, for example, if I'm training a husband and wife couple, and um, the wife is wanting to be leaner, and the husband, you know, wants to maybe put on a bit of size, usually I'll, you know, one will have four to five reps, and one will have, you know, ten to twelve reps. And, uh, so I'm training like a girl, then? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah, you're training like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, uh, you know, as I say, it's, it's what rugby players do, and it's, it's what athletes do. They train um, kind of lower reps for some of their uh, movements and then they'll go lighter then and, and do like a crossfit workout maybe as a finisher uh, and things like that but yeah it's not straightforward um but remember that your nutrition drives your body size so if you are wanting to do all these these you know really kind of intense workouts you can't keep it clean with the food really 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 clean all right. So also, if you're, if you're going to do CrossFit six times a week or five times a week, you are going to stress yourself. Yeah, of course you are. And, and, and if you can, if when you start CrossFit, you couldn't do a pull-up, and now you can do ten. Well, the muscles would have to have grown. Yeah. To have become stronger. So yeah. you know, it, it's just some basic kind of logic, really. You have to accept, as you say, if you're doing that sort of volume and you are doing the workout of the day and, and all, it just uh, needs tweaking. That's all. Say have a little look at your nutrition, but uh, that, that's what I would say to you, my darling. Okay. I mean, I mean, I think I think CrossFit is fabulous, but the only problem I have with it is it's become more and more elitist. Yeah. It's more about the competition and the elitism of it, and for the average average person who's just trying to get fit, who's come from a very low base, they need to take it just a little bit easier. I mean, the workout of the day in 2005 was a lot different to the workout of the day in 2014 on the CrossFit website. Right, well, I, I wasn't aware of that because I haven't really followed it for that amount of time, so that's really interesting. I... Yeah, it was, it was much more for the... Co- I, 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 I love CrossFit. It got me, got me much fitter, and I still love it. But I, I think it has changed, and for the common man, it, if he looks at the workout of the day, I know you can scale it and all that, but it is, it is much harder than it was um, several years ago. Yeah, and, and, and I can hear all the CrossFit owners and, and people I know saying, oh, we can scale it like you just said. But the reality is, when everybody else around you is has got that kind of, especially the men, when everybody else around you has got that, oh, you know, we're going to lift more, we're going to deadlift, and this is the set weight and all this sort of stuff, you, you do get dragged along and, and you do do more than you, you kind of intended, which sometimes is a good thing. But yeah. it does start, you're going into the higher risk end of training there, and these guys are not conditioned to be taking high-risk kind of lifts and things. 
they're, they're just not ready for it. So you can see some people thrive on it, ex-athletes and things like you say. Yeah. And then the the regular people, um, well, even, you know, I, I'm an ex, kind of uh, consider myself to be an ex-athlete. And I couldn't, my shoulder mobility wasn't good enough. My lower back was, was giving me trouble. And because of my personality, I'm, I'm competitive. Yeah. It wasn't a good environment for me to be there because I would just keep going and I push myself, you know, just through the niggles and stuff. So well, on, on, the, on the other side of that, Mitch, there is a fantastic camaraderie in CrossFit gyms. Yeah, it's, 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 it's an ordinary gyms. I mean, people, people pull for each other and it keeps people going there. And it, I think it has been a revolution, without a doubt. I couldn't agree with you more. And, and I have to say, it just needs to be done correctly. And there's some cracking um, CrossFit boxes in Swansea and they are... They believe in physiotherapists. They've got what are called mobility wards, yeah. and they're really addressing all this stuff. So they, you know, that's fantastic. Things yeah. change, and they put something in place to address it. So, yeah. as you say, we're not trying to run anything down here. Oh so God, no, I, 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 I can trust it, and and so does Mark. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, we've gotten a lot out of it. So it's just pretty, pretty crazy. Um, so that's uh, plenty uh, for, for that. Um, are you happy there, Mark? Have you imparted? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I've gone all day. I could. Imparted enough of your wisdom there. Now we can get back to, <laughs> back to your family uh, stuff. Great. Okay. Thank you. Um, usual plea out there, guys. The questions are coming in uh, thicker and faster, but keep them coming. Uh, really important that we have your questions and plenty of detail, like we've uh, said in previously. And um, uh, you can bring those over. You know the address is just below the podcast in the show notes. And uh, if you need anything from Mark or myself, you can ask us uh, other stuff. Obviously, Mark can, can help you with all your blood testing and stuff. I've got a couple of online um, nutrition courses and things like that, uh, which are out there now if anybody would like to run through one of those. So, yeah, that's, um, that's it from the two Ronnies. It's bye from me. And bye from me. Okay, thanks, guys. Bye-bye. You, Me and the GP Radio Show is intended for general information purposes and is not meant to diagnose, treat or cure any disease. It is not designed to provide specific advice and anyone with a medical problem should seek the advice from their own doctor. Please note, we accept absolutely no responsibility if you turn into a fitter, stronger, more energetic and all-round better version of yourself. To get the show notes, just head on over to richard-clark.co.uk.